In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI. First, to address the elephant in the room, as I'm sure you can tell, I have almost no voice. This helps explain the gap in episode of illness knocked me on my ass. I'm fighting District Attorney VK Fabe. This week, uh, for his third time as special guest witness, those to Real Talk Radio, available on Anchor and many other platforms, Justin LeBlanc. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, This week's episode will be a little different because of my voice. Uh, Instead of participating as much, I'll just be presenting the challenges and then stepping back while D.A. Fabe and Justin answer. I deeply enjoy hearing you try to hold back a cough, so um, we can do this a lot. It is nonstop. I, I as mentioned earlier, though, I, I just feel like I am uh, have the voice of Neil Pruitt, the voice of the NWO back in the day. The following message has been brought to you by the WBU. Anyway. Which I learned something new today as well. I did not know that was the voice of uh, Neil Pruitt. So I learned something new today, and hopefully our viewers did as well. He's got an absolutely fantastic podcast where he goes back and talks about old episodes of... Uh, uh, WCW back in the in the day because I mean he was a producer for WCW long before the NWO and stayed around through the whole time but um, but so yeah if you get a chance check out uh, his, his nit- Nitro whatever podcast I can't remember the name of it anyways <laughs> we're going to go ahead and get started with FBI case number one Uh, I'm going to throw this out uh, and give both of you a chance to answer it. Uh, So uh, the challenge is this. You are given control over either AEW or NFL. You can any five stars from any company, regardless of their current contracts, to your show. The only twist is you cannot pick the same promotion as the other. And you get to find out who gets to go first and go. Oh, man. This is where we're fighting, apparently. Um... (laughs) Uh, ladies first. Oh my. Uh, okay, go for it then, bro. Oh snap. <laughs> um, I, I think as as a guest, I'll let you. Oh, I don't know if I want to let you do this, but I'm gonna let you. No, last you know time I, you do it. Go last ahead. time I gave firsties, I I got screwed thanks no, to. No, that's uh, what I'm saying. Do it. Sir. It's all on you, good sir. I um, want you to pick because I'm good with either or. Okay, so just to clarify, this is a fantasy booking. Do I, I? I don't book any matches though. I just create my own my own company. Essentially, you don't is that... have to necessarily create matches. Although, if you want to go into you know what their role would be in the company, but this Story is more about stuff. yeah, this is more about just fantasy fantasy uh, filling out a roster. Fantasy roster, but the primary rosters I use are either AEW or NXT. Yeah, you're starting with AEW or NXT, um, and it's it's about who you would add to them as they currently are. Okay, um, I am going to I am going to take 
And the important thing that I, I make sure to stress is don't worry about people's contracts with any other uh, promotion right now. We're pretending like it's a blank slate for everyone. So you could bring in whoever, regardless of whatever whether they're trying to. I want to join that. Yes. Uh, can, can the stars be retired? Uh, as long as they are still wrestling capable, I'll allow it. And alive. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, you, it'd be hard <laughs> to be wrestling capable dead. I don't know. I guess Kenny Omega got a, a good match out of a blow-up doll, so who knows? <laughs> and right. if you haven't seen that match against the blow-up doll, it is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Uh, what are you gonna chain wrestle with me or something, bro? <laughs> I, I out that uh, Moxley then brought out a chain and wrestled with him. So touche. Genius. Yeah. Anyway, okay, let's do this. Uh, I am gonna go with the less loaded um, traditional roster, but probably the more loaded future roster, and I'm gonna take NXT. Um, I'm gonna take NXT because I really, really enjoy the storylines right now, um, with the exception of the takeover, which is probably the worst part of NXT. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, I am going to go with the NXT roster. I am going to the five characters I'm going to bring in to NXT. Uh, um, technically, HBK is already there, so I don't even have to bring him in, which is great. Um I'm going to bring Shinsuke to NXT because he's so underutilized right now. Uh, I am going to bring in... I'm going to bring Asuka and Kyrie back to NXT. I am going to bring... I'm going to go ahead and bring MJF over to NXT because they need somebody that is equally hateable. Um, and I'm going to bring... Oh man, the fifth one's the tough one because at that point I'm done. I don't get to bring anybody else. Uh, I'm going to bring Excalibur to NXT. So, and the reason I'm bringing Excalibur is because we, in our most recent show, we've already established he's pretty much the most well-liked commentator in all of professional wrestling right now, at least by the people in this conversation. So, um... So Excalibur is going to be there as a commentator. He's going to be the primary commentator. He's going to be, um, he's going to be the uh, probably the 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 face color commentator. We'll keep Beth, and then I don't ever have to hear Nigel ever again. That'll be wonderful. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't care for Nigel at all. He's just a terrible heel commentator. I just don't think you like uh, English commentators. I feel there's a little grudge there. Well, yeah, I mean. <laughs> them and their pompous accents <laughs> anyways so and because i have nxt i also have nxt uk so um amongst my storylines i would probably have imperium going up against uh the the undisputed era just for some entertainment purposes uh which means we would get like say a a walter versus um Adam Cole match, which which would be great. I'd really love to see a Fatal Four Way with Adam Cole, Walter, Finn Balor, and um, and Tommaso Ciampa. I think that would be freaking wonderful. Mm. Um, 
Man, I can't believe I forgot to add AJ Styles. Oh, well, I'm stuck. I've already got it. So, um, the I think the women's ranks are significantly bolstered by an Asuka and Kyrie at addition. Kyrie being the person who knocked off Shayna Baszler the last time Shayna Baszler lost the title. Um, I'd love to see Asuka prove that that she is is really one of the best women's wrestlers in the world and just been massively underutilized where she is. Um, MJF, I think, brings a ton of character and heel heat. Um, those of you who did see Full Gear, those of you who didn't, um, that had to happen at some point. I love the way it happened because uh, I expect on on well tomorrow night i expect uh mjf to say hey man listen it's just one less person between me and the in the championship now you know so i had to do it so i think that'll work really really well but uh that's barring away from that i would have a feud between mjf and probably keith lee because he's he's Mm. pretty keith lee or johnny gargano one of those two those two just make a, a really great faces um and MJF is probably the purest heel in the game. Um, it, yeah, I mean, in other episodes, we've talked about MJF. And uh, and at one point, I had said, well, The Miz is probably the best heel in the game. And uh, Officer Smarks just flat out said, I have three initials for you. And he's legit because that dude plays heel really good. Um, yeah. Just last week, he. So, did anybody else see that that he signed in the in the event before Full Gear? He signed a woman's autograph picture for him to whore, and then put his MJF on there. <laughs> Genius! Like, oh my gosh! You Genius! Oh, it's so him. Like, I don't understand how anybody. He also do his full face in the photograph. He said, "You can only get half my face." That's great. You're, you're only worth half my face. That's fantastic. He's just so hateable. It's so wonderful. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he 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 is to heal what The Rock is to wrestlers having potential for acting. Like, that is what he is. It's, it's amazing. a valid comparison. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's what I'm going to put together. I'm going to put that organization together. Um, I want the Imperium versus Undisputed Era, which is why I chose NXT. Um, I really, really want to see, you know, um, the women's division, an already incredibly strong women's division, bolstered by Asuka and Kyrie, which does mean I'm leaving out my favorite female wrestler right now. But, um, but uh, uh, you know, I just I Becky would have to come in and dominate, and I, I want I want the balance that there would be with Oscar and Kyrie. Mm. Um, yeah, I uh, who else did I I chose somebody from uh, a dude from Raw. It was like a no brainer, and then I forgot it. <laughs> well, you didn't choose AJ, that's for sure. No, uh, that was stupid. Shinsuke. Yeah, how great would the would those matches be with Shinsuke and Finn, or or just throwing that one extra piece into the puzzle? Um, and again, I I really choose that because he's so underutilized. Um, and as the King of Strong Style, it just puts on such a great show. Um, his strikes look painful. It's not the back of the hand Ric Flair chop, which we all love, but we all know is not going to cause somebody to fall down. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's so, what I would do. I would choose NXT. 
Essentially, you just want the original NXT with MJF in there. That's essentially that's, what you that's want. That's pretty much it, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, uh, Triple I H is uh, doing a pretty good job then. Uh, well, I, was I doing a really good job. Not, not, uh, I don't want all the all the wrestlers pulled out of NXT. That's what I want. No, yeah, fair enough. That's, uh, I think that's what everybody wants. I think that's the genuine, general consensus well, of I mean, just keeping NXT, NXT, because we see what happens when they go to Raw or when they, you know, go to SmackDown. They're not utilized nearly as well. Well, I can't possibly be the only one that was pissed off that the Street Profits were were instantaneously raw side. Like, these people who were just pulled up are, we're on Team Raw or we're on Team SmackDown. Like, mm-hmm. dude, you were NXT yeah. just a while ago. Like, not even three months ago for the like the street profits like paul paul i want the profits i want the profits profits make me more profits on raw you know <laughs> that's my Vince mcmahon impression not the greatest it's, but uh it's great poop it jokes involved i don't know <laughs> just because that roman reign was it roman reigns with the whole poop jokes well it wasn't roman reigns that did that but it was uh who did the whole poop thing on smackdown was it did I miss that spot or was yeah that no there was like a whole poop thing and he's like this is not your yard your yard is filled with I, I forgot it was just such a stupid it was just such oh. a stupid monologue you can, you can uh, always tell when Vince cuts somebody else's promo for him I like poop jokes leave me alone they're funny <laughs> I own the WWE I can do what I want yeah um, no so original this NXT is my yard. wait that's my line Vince I own it it's 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 trademarked by me damn it um, <laughs> no fair enough fair enough um you know original Jeez, NXT, I'm down for it. so eight ae dubs um you know what give me i i want the women's division is pretty good i just feel like it's lacking maybe with a bit of charisma i enjoy uh like you know for instance at full gear essentially the women's match that was there was decent uh, I can't, I don't remember their names. I know JR had a hard time pronouncing um, Amy's, I can't even pronounce Amy, it. Amy Sakura. Amy Sakura. JR could not pronounce it at all. And I guess, you know, I can't either, but her, like those, but those two women are phenomenal talents. There's just something missing. Oh, yeah. There, There's something missing though. And I don't know what it is entirely she's trying to do the whole um the whole uh queen situation with the clap clap thing i think she was doing that back in japan anyways though so she just brought it here um but i don't know there's something missing there's there's something in the women's division that's just even the Britt baker match Britt baker is awesome um forgot the other girl's name still trying to recall what her name was that was a decent match but there's just the je ne sais quoi, like there's something missing. There's there's something there, uh, a little added charisma. So you know what? Give me Sasha Banks. I want Sasha Banks to go mm-hmm. into AEW, okay? I want also to add up to that women's division. I also want Charlotte Flair. Give me Sasha Banks, give me Charlotte Flair. That's two of my picks. That's gonna help develop the women's division a bit. And then we're done with the women's division, okay? For now, give me those two. I'll be a happy camper. And then you know what? 
tag teams, they're pretty decent on tag teams. I don't, I, I think I want to take the Revival and bring it to AEW just because they, Revival is such a phenomenal tag team and they haven't been utilized properly since they started with the WWE. So I feel like the Revival would add a decent touch to the tag team division with the classical wrestling. And they definitely know how to tell a story in the ring. So give me the Revival. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then, so that's three, because Revival counts as one team. Um, that's three. And then you know what? Hold on. If, that, if they count as one team, then, then didn't Asuka and... Kyrie count as one team? Is this is this no, like a no, draft? No, no. Those are two. Those are two people, though. No, your Imperium counts as four people if you want to go that way. Okay, don't start with. <laughs> well, I got I got to add a whole roster by adding Imperium, so that's <laughs> well, kind of cheating. And then you know what? I, I want that's fine. That's fine. No cheating here. Everything. It's no hold barred <laughs> match, and uh, hopefully it doesn't end in a Hell in a Cell stoppage. Um, you well, know, if, hopefully. It's, if it's Hell in a Cell, then you've got the advantage. You've got the two, the first two women to ever perform it at Hell in a Cell. Damn straight, damn straight. So uh, I, I think uh, it it needs to be. There's something that needs to be there. But I want some talkers now. All right. So we have MJF. MJF is a phenomenal talker. But give me the Miz. Give me the Miz. So now we got the Miz. We got MJF and we got Jericho. The talking is done. The trash talking healer face is good. So I got people to woo the crowd and so on and so forth. So the Miz is coming to AEW. And then just because of phenomenal talent, and I say phenomenal talent because, of course, I'm that cliche. I'm bringing in a... J Styles to even help with the superb wrestling that is already there at AEW, <laughs> and that is my five, and that will make and that essentially that AEW there. I want Ricochet, but damn it, I can't get Ricochet now. Um, you know what? No, no, I'm keeping AJ Styles there, but I feel like Ricochet is the younger talent. WWE has to have something. Let WWE keep Ricochet. They're doing a decent job with Ricochet. I feel like they're going to drop the ball on him soon. But WWE... That's what they do. That's, that's what they do. That, that's <laughs> that's pretty much how the cookie crumbles. Um, and then, honestly, I would book... I would... Uh, and I would book like a fatal four-way, some kind of like tables mat tables ladders and chairs match if you will but AEW would have to call it different because they don't want to be like um like WWE I would have like Sasha Banks versus Charlotte Flair versus uh Britt Baker versus uh the women's champion her name still escapes me Riho Riho um and I think that would be a phenomenal match because Riho, I feel, just needs some kind of confidence. And I don't know how many more times I could hear about her story of her wrestling since she was nine. I mean, it's a phenomenal feat, and kudos to her. And she's, like, still very young. But, like, aside from that, they don't know what else to say. There's something missing. I need a character out of her. This whole, like, I get what they did with the teacher-student thing. Cool story, bro. All fine and dandy. But hopefully that would also convince Riho to do to get some kind of character going, and uh, I don't know that uh, they they definitely need to do something uh, with her there. But I feel like Charlotte and Sasha would bring that out of her and uh, would definitely help the women's division because it's missing something. And I honestly don't think Awesome Kong is gonna do it with her air heating techniques. Um, well, as phenomenal as she is. 
I don't know. I think you're spot on with the Rio thing because you know one of the one of the things that that we see really developing with Oscar is we get the the NXT Oscar right now. We get the heel Oscar, um, and when you have a a minor communication barrier, you can either be a phenomenal heel without a whole lot of communication and mm-hmm. you just do dirty stuff, or you can go up against a phenomenal heel and you can be a face. You brought in two of the best female heels in wrestling uh, for right. WWE, and so you you actually gave Riho a gift there in that she's got some great heels to go up against. Um, and so I, I can't I can't diss you at all for that. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. You're on the right track there. She's you know obviously the the character they're trying to most develop in the women's division. Yeah. Well, number one is Brandy, and number two is Britt Baker. They've got Brandy being this this mastermind, and then Britt Baker obviously. Is she ever going to wrestle? She did okay. a little while back. You know, in Brandy wrestled. When did Brandy wrestle? Oh, she was in the she was in the battle royal, and she had. Uh, uh, I think she had a match against Allie. Um, yes. I think this is gonna. I think Once this is gonna be a flourishing of her rivalry with Allie right now. I think that's what they're heading towards is, a, is that flourishing a little bit. But um, yeah, no, she did. She just and I don't want to say it because I'm afraid she's gonna send Awesome Kong after me. But um, <laughs> she's just not a great. Thank God you don't got that much hair to cut. Jeez. <laughs> it'll it'll just be a small trophy on her belt. That's it. Um, <laughs> um, so anyway, no, I she has, but um, I fortunately I don't have the frosted tips in any special color either. Jesus so right. That that helps a little bit, I guess. Um, I did it in the '90s, so I could be nervous. Should be nervous about it, but no, I, I, I'm, I think you're spot on. And bringing two good heels in allows you to develop any other characters you want into into decent faces, or find out if they suck as faces, and then they can learn from the great heels. You really could be flourishing that women's division with that. Can Rio talk English? I guess not, huh? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Officer Smarts. Yeah, she can. Input? They had her do a little like pre-recorded promo at at uh, full gear where she talked. It's not like perfect English, but it's good enough. I Shinsuke think. English. Yeah, Shinsuke, basically. I really want them to to end the whole Sami Zayn thing. By the way, if Shinsuke comes over to NXT, and I just want no speak of English back. That's what I really want. It's so great. Yeah, they really dropped the bomb on that totally, too. Like, they kind of did it. No speak English. And he was kind of, all right, cool. How are they going to keep doing this? Oh, man. Like, they just, and then they just stopped. And then they're like, hey, just, come here, come here, come here. Come help him. Like, what? epic asshole move that he did like every time he had an interview like i'd love to see him even even start the interview all positive and everything and kind of talking and then as soon as they ask a question that that is why are you an asshole just be like i'm sorry no speak of english like that was great every time they did it it was so good um Kayla Braxton was like, what do you mean you don't speak English? We, we know you speak English. <laughs> no, speak English. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do it again. <laughs> so funny. But, no, um, so you had, you had, are you having, like, some type of, of 
war the words between MJF and Miz and Jericho or what? Well, do you, guys you know what? That, uh, yeah. So with that, I don't because I feel like it might be also a bit too much. I feel like the Miz would have its own faction though. So the Miz would have its own faction. MJF would have its own faction now because he's no longer with the elite or I guess with Team Cody. So literally these three guys are going to be Jericho has the inner circle. So that's going to be there because you can tell they're building up factions still, right? They're doing the whole NJPW. Oh, very well. Yeah. So Miz is one faction because he could be definitely the leader. Heal or face, it doesn't matter. He's still awesome. Pardon the pun. Um, And then you have uh mjf do kind of his own faction although with mjf it's gonna be weird right because mjf doesn't necessarily need to be a leader because he doesn't care for anybody and he thinks everyone's garbage but he'll still have somewhat of a following of wrestlers who also understand that so i don't know with mjf it's gonna be kind of weird i don't know how we would essentially yeah, he, he, he could just stay an asshole <laughs> no no he'll definitely stay an asshole that's that's a given but the problem is i feel like mjf isn't also necessarily uh a, a phenomenal wrestler either like he's decent but his talking is so good that his wrestling doesn't match up to how good his talking is so it makes his wrestling ability not so great and we haven't really seen a lot of his wrestling necessary i didn't watch his indie stuff so i have no idea what i'm missing i guess but that's why i think he also needs some brute in his group kind of thing to help him out and it's kind of and that's why so he'll be like a leader but also he'll start still kind of be the heel and not necessarily care for them but they'll just blindly follow him because he's such a wordsmith even though he's such a such a such an a-hole uh you know and i like the brute idea it it, it's i don't know who you're going to use because you have to use somebody from aew but i like the brute idea because it it reminds me a lot of hbk in the early 90s when he brought on diesel first and then later on he had psycho sid um these are my hired men and and uh christian did the same thing with tomco so you know that actually worked out well yeah 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 it it actually worked out to make i don't want a jake haggard brute i don't want a jake haggard brute if i can bring another team in i would technically bring in the oc to be mjf's mjf's brute really with aj uh no no leave aj out of it literally okay. the oc or whatever uh, gallows and anderson um uh, as mjf's brute because those guys especially gallows he's fuck, he's uh he's a pretty big big, big guy and he can be mean i've seen a few of his promos in njpw and he you know he's good he's uh he's he's not being utilized well either still in wwe um even though with this whole street profits thing it's silly it's stupid it's ridiculous um and if i could bring ko man if i could bring ko to aew then it would just be perfect i'd have my mouthpieces for everything that i need you know what i mean well, then you just you just got you 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 would make vince's perfect show because it'd be all talking and no wrestling right no no there, there would still be wrestling <laughs> but when we but the thing is aew is still kind of lacking in promo stuff Yes, it does. Okay. Yeah, I would agree. Um, apropos, it would be apropos to get better speakers. For sure. That was my and, shout out to Cody Rhodes for saying apropos. Yeah, that's 
Um, and like not too much of it, but at the same time, you gotta have something. You gotta have something. And I do yeah. enjoy how they actually tell a story in the ring though, that brings me back to when wrestling was actually good. Um, but at the same time, I've been watching WWE for so long that, you know, I need a little bit of a story to be told. I actually enjoyed the Full Gear pre-show before that I'm talking about before the buy-in when you were actually started watching it at seven o'clock before the actual buy-in and they had those video packages and they uh -huh. were explaining each story and it was almost like a documentary if you will I don't know what voice they used uh that voice guy that they used but it was actually really well done um, I'm, sure, I'm sure Officer Sparks is actually typing right now to find out who the voice is for <laughs> AEW promos. I was thinking about it, but then there's part of me that was like, was it Neil Pruitt? I mean, I know he's still out there doing stuff because it did sound a little bit like him, that gravelly voice. <laughs> or it sounds a lot like you. I don't know. One of the are, other. <laughs> are, is that why you were gone? Were you cutting promos for AEW? Uh, you should have cut some more, so you got that cold still. You're like, they, they really like that voice. You're like, ah, well, I'll stay having a cold. Uh, uh, it well, it wouldn't be worth it. Glass. <laughs> well, Moxley did it, so might as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's what you got. At least, unless you got, do you have anything else you want to well, add, add a ninth or or fourteenth person <laughs> your roster? Honestly, just take everybody out of WWE, give them an AEW, and show the WWE and or show Vince McMahon, right. and show Vince McMahon how wrestling and promoting these wrestlers can be done. Yeah, properly. interestingly enough, both of those two shows are probably the best shows right now, and neither of them are Vince run, which is which is not telling odd at all. <laughs> so, all right, but that's I our challenge number two. I, I, I got to admit, I'm a little surprised uh, that um, a couple names didn't come up, specifically Will Ospreay. I was really expecting D.A. Fabe to bring up Will Ospreay. Oh. Uh, and uh, uh, his absolute favorite uh, former WWE uh, female superstar who's now in Impact Wrestling, Tennille Dashwood. I really expected her to be on Oh, man. I was... I. Here's the deal. When 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 it becomes a job, as this has become for us, um, I don't get to do a lot of the focus on the indie stuff anymore that I used to do. I, I have wow. to force myself to. That's very and, insulting. You're calling Impact Indie. Woo! It's indie. It's <laughs> indie. It's yeah. not Tessa Blanchard argues otherwise. It's not mainstream. <laughs> Corbin so would be very upset. Uh, Corbin, uh, what's his name, Corbin? Smashing Pumpkins lead singer. I forget his name. Oh, Corbin. Corgan. Jesus. Not to be confused with King Corbin or anything. My bad. Okay. <laughs> well, we're going to move on to case number two. Uh, but it continues on case number one. Uh-oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Continuing the same concept, you now have access to a single-use time machine and can bring any one star from the past in their prime to the promotion you were just talking about. So who do you do? Well, I, I think I gotta let I think I gotta let 
Um, Justin, go ahead with this one. So, so Mr. time machine to bring them to their prime, but they, they still have to technically be alive. Or time machine, I can literally bring someone from the dead from their prime. You can bring anyone you want in their prime to modern time. Oh, you want a good talker, brother. There you go. But I bet that's not who you're going to go with. Definitely not choosing. That was supposed to be Macho Man, right? Definitely yes. not choosing Macho Man. Yeah, that man. was a really bad Macho Man for you. Um, wow. Okay. Um, to their prime. I feel, ah, but honestly, aside, but he'd be, a, but even then, he didn't really, hmm, hmm. AEW to their prime. You know what? I want. Kurt Angle in his prime because I Which think Which prime? We... Which prime? Because there's two primes for him. There's main event mafia, actually not a re- not a special needs person, um, or or not super unintelligent guy like WWE had him with, or the the WWE guy that that oh it's true it's true. Which which Kurt Angle are you getting? Which prime are you getting? Uh, oh, it's true, Kurt Angle. Uh, way back when, when he was doing, uh, just before he was doing like the rap stuff with John Cena. So a younger Kurt Angle, um, just after he got shaved his head, kind of thing. Okay. That okay. kind of Kurt Angle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So give me mm-hmm. Kurt Angle. Um, yeah, give me Kurt Angle, and I don't know. I feel like he would have phenomenal matches with. You know Jericho now with Cody Rose with um because I'm just so happy that Cody Cody Rose now I notice is such a phenomenal wrestler and we didn't get to see any of that in WWE maybe when he was a tag team as Stardust I got to see more of his wrestling ability um but I just feel like now that I'm seeing Cody Rose's potential and the fact of how good he is in the ring I would absolutely just love that kurt angle versus cody rose style and of course kurt angle can talk so we got another talker on my team and um it's not going to be a full on talk fest though there's going to be a lot of wrestling but when promos are needed we have the people um and yeah i'm I'm going with kurt angle i i was gonna say chris benoit but chris benoit i think would be a good um a good move too but honestly he can't talk he can't talk he's a phenomenal wrestler he do a lot in the ring uh but i just at the same time i just feel like i wanted a talker i wanted another talker because everyone there is phenomenally good at wrestling like they're good so i know i have enough wrestlers to actually keep that entertainment good but we need talkers because mjf and obviously cody rose with his phenomenal speech uh, that he did what two weeks ago or a week ago um you know Jericho, yeah. we got so i just i i yeah i just needed a talker on my team fair enough fair enough i'm i'm uh, i don't understand how you can be 1500 miles away and read my mind um <laughs> because it wasn't kurt angle that i was going with i was like wow how cool he chose a united states hero and i'm gonna choose a canadian hero because oh. i said chris benoit Ooh. um i think you're good in the dc though well you can why can't you because you stole it you, you said i, I was gonna it. say chris benoit and you already dogged it 
No, I'm, but still, I'm still sticking with it. I mean, can you imagine Finn Balor versus Chris Benoit? Yeah. Well, I mean, I really like, can't imagine it because, you know. It would never happen. It would never life. happen. Maybe but like how? Maybe Brave Stories edition or something. I don't know. That would be so much fun to watch. Um, the only other Canadian hero I would have gone with is Bret Hart, um, but I'm going with Chris Benoit on this one. So, though you just dogged him, uh, I do think he was good in the toothless aggression era on the mic. Um, not so great in WCW on the mic, but who cares? Because he still won the WCW champion championship. Um, for, he, for, for one day. Well, you know, whatever. I don't care how it happened. He still won it. One day more than you had it. He won it and then walked away from the company. Isn't that wonderful? Didn't he win it off of Psycho Sid? Isn't that who he beat? I think think so. I'm trying to remember exactly. Hold on. Sid Vicious or something like that. Anyway, so I would choose, while you're looking that up, I'm going to choose Chris Benoit. I'm going to choose Chris Benoit because of the phenomenal matches. Um, That's that's how I would have gone there. Um, I, I think I think Benoit just brings something to the table um, alongside guys like Keith. I mean, can you imagine Keith Lee and Benoit um, in his prime? You get uh, you get uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Benoit. Um, just the the dream matchups of and really Benoit's prime is was his future. You know. Um, he was in it and all we know is his prime we don't really have a whole lot of the stuff from his his uh early early years in in japan available so just gives us a little something there that uh he's a high flyer he's he's a ground and pound he's a high impact um nobody in history has ever done a snap suplex better ever Got a snap suplex better, um, and I and I kind of hope nobody ever does better. <laughs> uh, it, uh, I mean, for all the flying headbutts, uh, it still was not my favorite move. His snap suplex was by far my favorite move, um, and seeing him have somebody on the opposite side of the ring that is as athletic as he is um, to be able to take those would be apropos. <laughs> um, just wonderful I, I, yeah so that's who I was choosing originally um, if I had to not choose it because Justin ruined it I would probably go back in, in their prime to um, somebody more mat technician-ish and probably go with Bob Backlund um, I just think in his prime not in the 90s Bob Backlund um, if you know, he, he obviously had the ability to speak or he wouldn't have been so massively annoying and yet entertaining in the 90s. Um, but some of the stuff he did in matches in the in the 80s was really, really good. So, um, yeah, he was a man ahead of his time. He was Bret Hart before Bret Hart was cool. So <laughs> we'll go with that. So before, I believe we have a third case, correct? Uh, just a, a game for the third one. So fair enough. We'll so a that. game, and you know what? Because I want uh, Raw Noter to at least have uh, a little bit of a breaking news, as I just found out three minutes ago. Ladies and gentlemen, our prayers, our chants have been answered, and now we will see. See 
CM Punk on Fox on WWE Backstage. It has been officially announced, and he will be starting that off next Tuesday on Fox or FS1, if you will, at 11 p.m. Eastern, and CM Punk will be part of WWE Backstage. Ooh, and he uh, doesn't have to work for Vince that way. Yeah, exactly. He's working for Fox, not for Vince. Um, And he's just doing wrestling, which obviously he knows a lot about, and can still talk about what... I never actually watched backstage yet, so I'm not really sure what they do. I know they have guests, kind of. But uh, it's cool to at least see CM Punk in a form of wrestling if you will and uh at least great to see him on tv again so, so they, to have fox does it say that they're losing anybody because Paige is really not very good in her segments on there um so it- literally it just came out three minutes ago there's like a video oh. i didn't watch the video yet but it doesn't really mention much as of right cool right on yeah yeah so Stop i thought i'd making. share that breaking news for you dun dun so, uh, to, as an update, Chris Benoit did beat Psycho Sid, uh, Psycho Sid Vicious at uh, WCW versus NWO sold out. Um, oh. And it was their WCW's attempt to keep him in the company. They're like, here, have the championship. And then the next day, him, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, and Perry Saturn all left the company. How do you do that? Like, how do you not, how do you not go, but you have to sign this first? I th- I think they knew if they put pressure on him, he was going to walk one way or another. So their their best option was to here give him the carrot first and see if then he'll stay around for the stick. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, but that that hadn't worked out twice, and they they took advantage of it. They didn't get they got Medusa because of it, and they got Jeff Jarrett because of that same behavior model with WWE. I think maybe they should have thought it through more than that. Well, apparently they didn't. Hindsight is no. always twenty twenty. after all, guys. That's true. Until uh, WCW uh, got bought by WWE, uh, apparently, though, they did not recognize his title reign uh, on WCW.com. So uh-huh. uh, it wasn't, it was, uh, ironically enough, the WWF that gave Benoit his WCW title reign back. And now they won't even announce him or give him the Hall of Fame. Look at yeah. that. Amazing how that well, goes, huh? 20 years we later. We've talked whoop. about Officer Smarks and I have talked about this before. Um it it he was so influential to to remove him from the record books means you remove Randy Orton's first title win. Like that's a pretty big deal. You know, the the other things that he's done but included in that is Randy Orton's first title win um, and first world title win. And so um, you can only show Randy Orton celebrating. Like You can't even show him in his championship match. Um, You can't show um, several CM Punk matches. You can't show several... Uh, all the anything great with Jericho. Oh my lord! All the great. Well, stuff. I mean, to be fair, I don't think they would show those anyway, right? Well, Jericho is now AEW. Randy Orton, but, I don't think necessarily cares. Um, what was the other name you mentioned? Uh, yeah, yeah Jericho's yeah. AEW. They're not going to show anything AEW. They do still have Jericho stuff, I think, still on the WWE yeah. Network. Yeah, you just, um, I mean, you can't get any of the great matches from WCW when they fought each other. 
you can't get the Dean Dean Malenko versus uh, Benoit matches. No, on no. on the network, you can't. The network has zero Benoit, and it's just like, ugh. So they've done a pretty good job of purging him from history, but um, he's still. Well, still I mean, you know, as a piece of history. I mean, but. I mean, if we were just to do a little mini concept, what would you do if you were Vince McMahon and you had the next Hall of Fame and someone gave you the opportunity, hey, do you want to induct Chris Brenois? How are oh, you I, going to handle that? I don't induct him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I don't induct him in the Hall of Fame, but you can't ignore history either. So you um, would put his wrestling matches on the WWE Network despite all the backlash you might get from your... Um, endorsers and your um i can't i i think i think i think you can throw an disclaimer yeah i think you throw an asterisk on it we do not Mm -hmm. endorse the 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 stuff outside uh you know um here's the deal you can ignore your past and pretend it didn't exist or you can learn from it hopefully they have done they've done some learning from it but choosing to ignore it just pretends that it's not there you know Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, the dude lost his, the dude, the dude lost his mind and did a terrible and heinous thing. Um, the especially heinous crimes are set aside for the wrestling booking unit. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fair enough. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, 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 uh, yeah, he did something terrible. Um, and I'm not saying you have to highlight his career on the, on, on the, the yeah, network yeah. yeah i don't i'm not saying you have to have a crispin wall tab or anything like that just don't take it away from the other people you know that way if you want to watch crispin wall you at least have to know who we wrestled against yeah i don't know like i'd probably i mean it was almost the same thing with china right and then china died and then they were like hey yeah we'll induct her sure no problem um it's just yeah. a shame that they couldn't do that prior because I remember when I think Triple H was on Steve Austin's podcast on the WWE Network. It was like one of the first podcasts. And Austin had asked that question. And then Triple H was just like, well, it's just simply because when you Google her, you won't find her wrestling stuff first. Uh, So we don't want to expose our younger audience to what they might find if they Google her name or not in paraphrasing of course um (laughs) but you know so it's kind of still the same scenario where they did still put her in the hall of fame after you know after her death and if you would still were to google her name you'd most likely still find those past yeah you know videos that she did that was non-wrestling related although she still did some of those videos with former wrestlers uh i'll just leave it like sean waltman yeah yeah that's him good i'm gonna point out if you google Paige's name you get some stuff coming up that wwe doesn't exactly condone uh but they haven't or xavier woods for that matter same person Mm -hmm. same same instance yeah but xavier woods fair enough but maybe not now and there's nothing they could have done that they're not gonna you know what i mean how were they gonna how are they gonna punish Paige for that it wasn't it she got hacked you know what i mean like you can't 
WWE can't be like, well, Paige, guess what? Like, you're fired now. Uh, it just so happened that, you know, unfortunately her career she came to an really end. really liked to film her activities with other men or with men. Mm. Really liked to film her activities. Hey, uh, who doesn't nowadays in 2019, though? You know? Well, how, why do you think Instagram was built? Um, <laughs> and you know? on that note, to avoid getting much of a rating for this podcast. <laughs> We're going to move on to our final subject of the night, a little bit lighter note. Nullify, vilify, or deify. It is our shameless copy of Fire Push Berry. Uh, we just... Change the name so what culture can't sue us. Woohoo! <laughs> we hope, yes. Um, the rules are simple. You must, uh, I give you uh, three people, three wrestlers. You must nullify someone out of wrestling entirely, vilify one to the bottom of the card, and deify one just like Roman Reigns straight to the top. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. So, DFA, we're going to go first with you. Your choices are Darby Allen. MJF and John Moxley. Mm. Oh, Dean, Dean, Dean. I apologize, but uh, Mr. Moxley, you are out of wrestling. Um, nullified. Uh, to vilify, uh, yeah, you can overcome it. MJF, Darby Allen's gonna get the push. He's gonna be, uh, he's gonna be deified. Hmm. Nice, quick, and concise there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't need to justify any of it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> moving on. With um, damn. So you know what? Derby Allen, buddy. Ones or... I would actually give Justin oh. some different ones. So okay, fair enough. Oh, Because Justin's, uh, I figured I would go with current champions. Mm. You've got Jericho, Adam Cole, and Bray Wyatt. Well, Bray Wyatt's going straight to the top. Roman Reigns, that man. Although he's kind of, I guess, already there with the fans. Uh, he's definitely not getting fired. He's not getting pushed down to the card. Um, I am letting Jericho go because he's old and he has a Fozzie tour coming soon. And I think he'll be just fine. <laughs> um, and then Adam Cole is getting pushed down. He's been at the top for a while. And... Um, yeah, so I'm giving it to Bray Wyatt because it's about time this man gets the push that he deserves and gets the Roman Reign treatment as he should. Um, as long as there's no red lighting involved, I'm all for it. <laughs> I, I will agree with the no red lighting. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I cannot take it anymore. Um, I remember I was watching um, a match on AEW. And for some reason, there was red lighting that came on. And I was like, oh, what is going on? Please, God, no. And then it just went off. And I'm like, oh, okay, good. Like, I cannot stand red lighting anymore. The fact <laughs> that I've seen two matches under red lighting, I'm, I'm done. Like, I, I will forever not use any kind of black light for a red light at all. I am completely, I, I've been traumatized by what WWE has done for red lighting for me. I mean, red. thank God red lighting doesn't really get used much. But uh, damn. Like, no red lighting involved. Bray Wyatt gets the Roman Reigns treatment without a shadow of a doubt. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, in regards to the red lighting, there was an episode of uh, Being the Elite 
that they did the entire intro in, in the red lighting and they made a ton of fun of it. It was pretty funny. So, That's interesting. Um, yeah, I got to check that out. <laughs> yeah. Be, being the elite is, it had to grow on me because, uh, you know, DA Fabe knows I was not a Young Bucks fan for a long time. Um, and, and I still like, they are great wrestlers. I, I just don't know if I like their personas. You know what I mean, but uh, hey, but man, being brother. the elite has been has been uh, a real real treat. Every Monday when it comes out, I'm I'm guaranteed to watch it. So uh, it's good. I mean, what are their personas though? Technically, they're just acting like young bucks, like young kids. You know what I mean? They're just having fun. They're brothers and just yeah, annoying, like enjoying life. That is that is exactly their personas. Yeah. Annoying. Yeah, when you're 42 years old, young bucks are annoying. <laughs> no, I, I think to be perfectly honest, I think it's their frilly pants. Their frilly pants bug me. I can't stand it. Just can't. <laughs> oh, just, yeah. But I think that'll bring us to the end of this episode. Unless either of you have anything else you want to cover? No, no. I think we'll cover. Uh, well, at least for me, I'll cover a lot of it in the crimes later this week when you have more of a voice. Yeah, here's hoping not on wood. <laughs> This has been, this hit me last uh, Sunday night, like a full week ago Sunday night, and uh, it just literally knocked me on my ass. I did not leave the house for four straight days, and then I left to go to work because I felt better, and that was a mistake. And then uh, Saturday night, I got off work, and I went straight to an urgent care, and uh, they were like, you know, we got to take some x-rays. We think you might have pneumonia. I'm like, oh, no. oh God, pneumonia. Uh, fortunately, it turned out it wasn't pneumonia. Woo-hoo. But but uh, you, you know it's something serious when the the pharmacy uh, gives you your prescriptions in, in like a shopping bag. You know what I mean? Because it was that <laughs> many prescriptions. Damn. Okay. Like, here's all of the drugs that you have to do. That'll be $50. Uh, oh, you know what? Since we're on the news of breaking news, um, I figured I might as well. Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Gargano will not be medically cleared to compete at WWE NXT TakeOver War Games as he has suffered, uh, it's in the result of a neck injury, and he won't be cleared for war games, which I don't know is when. I feel like it's in two weeks. I don't think it is. Before Survivor Series, two weeks. Before Survivor Series. So Gargano is out. Um, In that regard, curious to see who he's going to get replaced with. Curious who uh, Finn Balor is going to kick in the face. That's... (laughs) That's it. Well, and so that could also potentially be a kayfabe. Um, is that being published by NXT and WWE? Uh, that is, yeah. Because, you know, they're pretty good about doing even kayfabe injury. Hey, he's out for however long he's supposed to be out for. Yeah, but I feel like... Yeah, you're right. Fair enough. I probably should have looked at the source. Even though it's directly from the WWE, they could still be pulling our legs. So currently checking on the other worthy, newsworthy websites, and no one has been reporting it yet. But I literally just came out nine minutes ago. So uh, they're probably still writing it up or maybe not even mentioning it because they're not as gullible as I am. So... Well, and, and it may not be. I mean, it, it may be legit. 
that's that's part of the issue with having a kayfabe sport mm-hmm. is that you can really write anything you want to. Oh yeah, no, no, he's in, he's injured, guys. No, yeah, he's he's injured, and then he'll be there two days later with a with a machete or something that he comes mm-hmm. out to make pieces. That might be a little over the top. Well, I mean, it was reported on backstage, yeah. So I feel like it might be weird. Yeah, could also be a work. That's okay. Yeah. Though. Either way is fine. All right, fair enough. So breaking, non-breaking news. It's most probably kayfabe, which goes along with your name. So that's one way to conclude the ending of this podcast. Just uh, speaking of kayfabe news, have either of you guys seen the YouTube channel kayfabenews.com? No. Do I own this? You, you, <laughs> you have to go see it. First of all, kayfabe news is a, a website that does... It's kind of like the onion for for wrestling news mm-hmm. where it's it's parody news, but they started doing a YouTube show uh, with uh, Simon Miller in a horrendous wig uh, playing the the host. Oh, I have two uh, scenes flipping marks and and uh, it is hilarious. So you definitely have to check it out, but. But that'll bring us to an end. Uh, as always, I invite everyone to uh, like this, share this, subscribe to this, uh, follow us on Twitter at Raw and Order WBU. DA Fabe is at DA Vincent K Fabe, and Justin is. And I, I am at JLB420 or my Real Talk Radio tag, Real Talk Radio 8. Awesome, awesome. We also invite you to go and give us a review on your podcast listening platform of choice. Give Justin a review. Go give him a listen. Real Talk Radio. Uh, RealTalkRadio.ca. All the anchors and Spotify's of the world of the linkage will be there as well too. Yep. And then uh, we always make sure to point out you can go to Anchor.fm, click that little support tab under our uh, podcast, and throw us a little money this way to help us make this podcast better and help pay my medical bills. Apparently, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but hopefully, we will be back in a few days with a wrestling booking unit where we will report on the crimes in professional wrestling over this last two weeks because we got to make up some time uh but as always thanks for listening and we will see you next time officer smarks feel better man